I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I throw it. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard to hold on to. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. D R A F T S Z N Draft Sizzin, mother funks. The next the three season. weeks, it's on. If you don't draft well, your fantasy football season will be hell. They're back. They're coming back for another song. We're double. You only get one shot, as the great Marshall Mather says. Enter the fantasy millionaires with our rounds two through three data strategies and prognostications. I am Mike Collins, also known as Cash, also known as the Ralph Macho on the artist formerly known as Twitter. That is Scott Simpson, also known as Stax, also known as Nimble W Numbers. When he goes to flex on X, Stax, good evening, my friend. Hello, my friend. Honestly, I'm also turning down the mains a little bit there. I'm a little loud. I'm also the mayor of Miami, the Piper of Pittsburgh, the Viceroy of Quebec, and after that great expo weekend, uh, I'll, I'll figure out another title to add to my repertoire. But I got to say, we are going to talk draft. We are going to talk fantasy football. And, and we just got an infusion of the juice, like the good, good juice uh, from fantasy football heaven itself, the, the expo, the community. Uh, we got to rub shoulders with Des Bryant. We got to hang out with Denny Carter, J.J. Zacharyzen, uh, all the big boys. Uh, Dave Richard, you and I were talking with Dave Richard for a nice 15-minute chunk there. So it, it was just a fantasy football heaven, uh, sort of, as, as one would put it. So we're, we got that glow coming back from the Expo. And we're just going to ride right into these rounds two and three today and off into the fantasy season. I'm so excited, brother. Uh, draft season, I'm sorry. But the fantasy season, it, it's here. I, I, I'm glowing, if you can't tell. Yeah. No, the fantasy uh, Expo was amazing. Um, got to play in the uh the flag football game with des bryant uh the des classic is what i'm coining it uh des bryant was at the fantasy expo this year playing flag football with all us nerds it was so cool um i pulled my groin playing of course. uh of course. that that was fun um i mean the whole thing was amazing um it's at it's in Canton, so you get to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's like such a cool experience. This is our second year doing it. This is um, this is the cool shirt you get from it. They give you a bunch of swag. Um, swag. Yeah, man. Uh, got to do our my first official draft of the season up there. We, you know, all the industry people. Um, you know, there's different tiers of, of experts and um, industry people, um, but everybody there is um, 
you know, doing what we're doing, um, have their own businesses, um, websites and stuff. And it's really a really cool community. Everyone's there to kind of meet each other, um, you know, get to know each other. And, um, and so we did a draft with other people and we did something like that last year, which was really cool. And I thought that was, um, that was up there for just, you know, part of my favorite time being there was doing my first live redraft of the season. So. Oh, for sure. Uh, the only problem with that was that you and I were in the, in enviable or unenviable, sorry, uh, whichever one in or un, uh, position of sitting right next to the draft board. And it was a sticker draft board. So even though we were on sleeper, we had to go between sleeper and, and the stickers. You and I were sticker bitch one and sticker bitch two. And yeah, so yeah. Sticker that bitch was little... one and sticker bitch two. And, and, and it, it, it got a little tense between us at one point because one point, you, I'm just gonna say, you, you were handed back, you handed back something that was not what we had agreed upon, which was in order alphabetically. And it was all disheveled. I was just, I was ashamed. To hand it, to hand, uh, take it. You, know. you, this is your, this is your take on it. I, I multiple times encountered um, out of order stickers when Sticker Bitch One passed them my probably, way. And, your own and, stickers, and never, <laughs> never once did Sticker Bitch Two complain about it. No, Sticker Bitch Two did his job, sucked it up, tried to reorganize mm -hmm. it at times secretly sure. and quietly. Yes. Mm -hmm. So hey, this, this, I'll this, tell this you what, though. When you are the sticker bitch in uh, a setting like that, it it, it was it, it was not it, it definitely made it intense, intense. and it's intense. yeah, it it, it it really and and then uh, you know when you're the sticker bitch, you're just running through trying to get all the names on the board, and then if you don't have like your guy queued up in your head like towards those later ten, rounds, ten then, picks ahead because you. Yeah. I was getting bitched out at, at, with my uh, Tyler Algier pick in like round eleven or whatever because I was like, "Man, who do I take?" And you, I you took seven you know, minutes on that pick. It just it I was, did take a little while. I don't believe it was seven, yeah. but it could have been. It could have been five. close to five. It could have been <laughs> terrible. I, I was. Pick, I was. The pick you made wasn't point. worth wasn't worth five minutes of time. It was like your brain broke. That's you know well. I mean? That was the one I was debating between, and I was like, "Man, let me find a gem," but. There yeah. was nothing, nothing really uh, more exciting for my my build than than Tyler Algier. But hmm. yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. It was also fun to see uh, all the drunk people. I love seeing all the drunk, yeah. <laughs> the drunk, yeah. the drunk side of fantasy. As the sobers out in the group, the drunks. There was were, a lot of were... there was a lot of fun guys up there. Yeah, yeah. Man. shout out Matt, Matt FF Mad Jester Matt. He um came out to meet Matt Harmon for the first time. And he was just like, you, you're famous. You, you're you're him. And then he proceeded to hug slash tackle Matt Harmon down onto the barrier that was outside of Jersey's in the Centennial Plaza, bending it. I mean, literally causing it to come out of the moorings that it's metal moorings that are, it was wild. And Matt Harmon said it was one of the funnest things that happened to him during the weekend. He tweeted, I tweeted, oh, you know, really? something he loved. He was like, yeah, it was awesome. You know, so everybody was in just the most amazing spirit of, of unity and love and really no, no offense is being taken by anybody, which is, it's a special place to be in where everyone is kind of just going out of their way to enjoy each other. So um, I'm sure there's more stories will pop up during the show, but uh, just, I mean, yeah, you know, listen, I found out that one of the guys from Die Hard actually attended uh, Carl. He attended the the expo. He sang karaoke 
at one point as well, changing the words to make it all about the NFL and fantasy. So, I mean, it was pretty special. Uh, shout out Eric Froton, uh, who we found out this year he is 69 years old officially. So, I mean, who knew? He looks like he's 35. Good. Yeah, looking he's looking good. good. For 69. So, yeah. 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 Well, but, but I do want to talk uh, about fantasy football and stuff, but, you know, we like to do the first couple minutes kind of like, you know, what's going on. We, we missed something last week. It was kind of unfurling. And, and I wanted to talk to you about, have you seen the, the Alabama boat brawl? Have you got into this at all? This is one of the best of fights course. you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. We've not got a chance to show it here. Would you be interested in, in, in doing a little uh, Alabama boat brawl here? Because the reason I, I say this is because today, yesterday, day before, the season of the brawls in training camp. I got a couple of brawl videos for you from the commanders uh, Ravens camp. And then also uh, I think it was from the, the Cowboys camp. People are just fighting each other. And Josh Allen got into it at the bills. Cam yeah. Akers and, Tim Cr- and, and Max Crosby uh, punching each other in the head today with helmets mm-hmm. on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but I wanted to kind of all preface this with the, with the Alabama boat brawl. And if you, and, and also, by the way, shout out Justin Jefferson, who uh, he is the 101. We all know this, right? It's not like this is new, but he did go on uh, today with Matt Harmon and check out what he podcasts wearing. A, 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 yeah. a, a vintage millionaire. What, what a guy. Yeah. He's a, he is one of us. He podcasts yeah. with sunglasses on. If you don't think we weren't setting this trend four years ago when we started this, podcast three years ago that's so a fantasy years. millionaire if i've ever seen him right there that's a fantasy millionaire inaugural uh, member we're dropping him in there's other guys too podcast with sunglasses on we're gonna start getting them but uh justin jefferson shout out you uh because you're the man and uh but anyway here's the boat brawl and i just want to say before if you have not seen the boat brawl um a couple things here now i want to set the boat brawl up for you you're in alabama racial tensions they're high you have um, an African-American security guard. He's right here. Uh, and then there's a slew of white friends who, speaking of drinking, are probably drunk. Uh, I think they were. So um, if you haven't seen it, there's a lot of things that happen in the video. We're going to watch it one time because it's like three minutes long. Um, so, But at different points, I might call out or you might call out things that we notice, uh, particularly in the beginning. Like when he throws his hat, I've heard from, from my African-American friends, when he throws his hat, which is like 10 seconds into the video, it's a universal call to arms. You know, it's like a flare gun for, for like a white guy stranded on an island. Like it is like a come help me. I'm getting jumped. And uh, it, it's beautiful. Uh, so let, let's just uh, let's tuck in and enjoy if you have not. And this is from the uh, riverboat that is uh, coming by the dock. Uh, being filmed by a lady who is watching this. So that's that's the point of view that we're seeing here. So here you go. Chucks the hat. Love it. Takes a couple of straight rights. Gives him a straight right. Got him by the neck. Got him by the neck. Oh, it's good. It's good. He's, he's doing well. But then, uh-oh. Flying knee. Three on one. Not four cool. One, three on five, four on one. Seven, one. It's so many yeah. people on him. But there's a guy coming. He's yeah. coming. Yeah. Oh, seven he's on like, two. Seven on two. He's not fighting anybody, though. Notice he's not. He's just he's saying, hey, get off, get off, get off, which is nice. And here comes swimming. the swimmer. Got a guy swimming. The swimmer's coming. All right. And and now now security guard, is he, he tried to tackle somebody. He tripped. He's down. Right. The, the fight's kind of breaking up a little bit. Right. It's kind of calming down, kind of chill. But this woman is not chill. So... This dude comes over. He's like, don't touch my woman. 
a lot of people were impressed with the swimmer, man. The young he, buck, uh, yeah, he's he's on the dock. He's over here on the dock. You know, you had to waste a little bit of energy just to get yeah. over there. You know, he came out ready to go. Yeah. Right, then the well. Avengers showed up. It was great. They're whooping on these boat people. Yeah. Now it's just starting to. Oh, it's getting real. It's getting real bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh my God. Oh man, woman just took it straight right. Oh, she is down. One of the one of the white women gets busted up with a chair. I remember that. Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up soon. Oh, look at that one go to the water. <laughs> She's been hit a few times. Uh oh. Now the white guy's on that guy because he was on the girl, and now he's getting punched in the head. Not good for you. That girl in the the the, the blue shirt making some bad. Show. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Now there's cops. I like how she's going boom, boom, boom. She's commentating up there. <laughs> he jumped in the water. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, they're fighting down here now. Yeah, where's the... I didn't see the chair part yet. Oh, here. Yeah, okay. This is down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god is right. So so with that being the backdrop, let's let's take you to, to Cowboys camp, right? And I'm not sure who they're playing against here, if it's their own team or another another side, uh, you know, doing a little scrimmage, but check this this just play out here. Uh watch the D end. Uh, and, and then watch from the, the left side of the screen because it's wild. Boom. Boom. Oh, Boom. Uh oh. Now it's on. The helmets look so weird. They do look so weird, don't they? They all look so like they're handicapped. They do. Like they're all special. So that's one. And then here's another one. This is over at Commander's Camp. Lamar throws it out to Mark Andrews, gets kind of stripped, whatever. The guy picks the ball up. Mark Andrews body slams him. How much tea does Mark Andrews have, right? That, that, that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. And then the last one I'm going to show you is even wilder because Almost. watch this. Justin Almost. Tucker jumps Almost. in. I love it when they punch their helmet. Justin Tucker puts his helmet on. Now watch him. Not good. Not good. He's down. He's down. He's on the ground. Oh, He's under the pile. Justin Tucker, what are you doing? So I just gotta say, no, no offense, but these brawls, they can stop, man. You know, if 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 Justin Tucker could get hurt, then anybody could get hurt. You know what I mean? So that's so stupid that he went in there. I put his what helmet on too. What a dummy. Yeah, well, that was smart. Right, put his helmet on, but that just shows you how what a dummy he is. He's like, I'm going to go jump in there, tear my ACL, you know, getting run over by the pile. So, But, uh, yeah, that, that's that's going on right now. Fights, fights, fights. I want to get your thoughts. What is this just good good for the, the tea, or is this bad for team morale? Or how, how do you see this? Yeah, man, I'm, um, I'm, I'm pro-fight. I'm pro-fight in minicamp. I think it's good. Get, gets everybody, you know. I think 
I think that's one of the things that's cool about football is, you know, people, uh, they, there's so much testosterone and like, there is. they, they, they just know how to take it to another level. Like, I mean, it's like, you, no, nothing bad ever happens. You know, it's all just like, True. Aaron Donald yeah. swinging helmets last year, though that wasn't good. Yeah, that's true. You never know. You never yeah. know. That's it's true. Just, it's preseason, so it's a it's 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 almost like bulls in 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 rut, you know, or like the the, the deer. They're just they're, oh, they're itching for I, something. I, I like it, but you know, I'm I'm old and you know, it's cold. I'm from the '70s, so I'm messed. Me I'm a messed up person. You know, you, something's wrong with you. Yeah. So. But that's a great segue. Into Andy Reid doesn't like it. Andy Reid doesn't like it. I know he's he says it's stupid. So it, I guess it probably is stupid. But if Andy like Reid says it, then you know, I'm pro fight. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, we're talking about it right now. Yeah, you know, you're imagining. I'm pro fighting football, and I'm pro watching fans fight during football. Yeah, so. yeah, I like those fan fights too. Um, yeah. Well, let, let's segue here because we are going to do our top 24, uh, 36. So it's like we did the top 12 last time. So this is 24, uh, 12 to, to 36. So 24 13, picks. 13 to 36. Right, 13 yeah. to 36. But so 24 players. Uh, and so we're not going to talk in depth about each one, but we're going to kind of give you a synopsis of what we think, a kind of prognosis. Are we drafting them? Where are we drafting them? Uh, so let's start with A.J. Brown. In some places, he's the 12th pick, 13th pick, 14th pick, whatever. You know, this ADP is a myth, as, as Denny said. It's just kind of this is the overall kind of consensus of where A.J. Brown is. Uh, last year, his measurables are on the screen, about 300 points, 17 and a half points per game. He had three touchdowns against Pittsburgh. He was the monster in a few games, did have some some zenith above 30-point performances, help you win your week for sure. Um, but what do you think about him? As a second round, top of the second round pick, are you are you biting on that? I'm biting, dude. I'm 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 an AJ Brown guy, dude. I, I I you know if I had to pick who my favorite players in the league are, I, I think he makes top five. I mean, yeah. I think I'm he's. A just, I'm a fan. Yeah, I think he's just fantastic. I mean, he's. Um, I was listening to that. Justin Jefferson, Matt Harmon, um, and they were ranking their top five uh, route runners in the league. And um, I think uh, Matt Harmon, he was um, he 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 made his top five. You know, mm -hmm. um, I mean, AJ Brown is. I think um, I think he's just a very safe, solid pick. You know, I mean. Um, you know, the, all these guys towards the, 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 the top 12, um, there's a, there's just a, there's a lot of people, um, I think in these first like 18 picks that you can just feel good about. Um, and, and, and there's players as we get into stuff that I am more nervous about, uh, he's not one of them. I mean, yeah. um, you know. 1500 yards last year, 11 TDs. Only 88 receptions. He had 17. But that's, but that's his thing. 17 yards you know? per reception, dude, is insane. Yep. Yep. That's yep. insane. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, mean he, he's going to have more catches this year, I think. And so his 88 could be closer to 95, you know. Yards so. after catch, number two. Total yeah. TDs, number two. 
Number two. Um, yeah. Yards per team pass attempt, number two. Uh, I, I, I mean, that's a guy that it's, you know, I mean, I think what he is, is, is DK Metcalf with a higher skill level. I mean, mm-hmm. better route. You know, yep. Similar, similar yep. size, similar athletic ability, um, better hands. Um, and, um, just, uh, you know, better tracking on the ball. Just he, he's going to, he's one of those guys that's going to come down with the ball, like Antonio Brown style, you know, whenever the ball was around Antonio Brown, he came down with the ball, Deandre Hopkins, whenever the ball is around Deandre Hopkins, Deandre Hopkins comes down with the ball. Same with AJ Brown. Um, yeah, well, I just think, um, you know, his, his ceiling, uh, could be higher to be honest with you. Um, uh, so I think, you know, his floor is, is, a going to be, you know, barring injury, what he did last season, you know, yeah. um, that's his floor. And I, I think that that's a, that's a deal to get at the beginning of the second round. Yeah. I like that. If you can, if you can pull, if you're going wide receiver, wide receiver, if you can get a, a, a CD lamb, AJ Brown at the turn. That's just, I love that start in an AJ Brown. That's just nasty. I think my favorite start would be Diggs AJ Brown. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really nice. Um, Like during the draft, when we did our redraft and I saw somebody started that way, I I think they started Diggs AJ Brown. I was like, I just love that. team. It's very sexual. Uh, And I will say also he was top, you know, seven and eight, eight in targets last year, you know, in that, that range of 150 targets. And Jalen Hurts is only getting better. So um, I, I'm really excited to, to draft him there. If he falls to me, at, uh, you know, I'm, I'm drafting 10th in our home league. So if he falls to me uh, coming back around, I'll be snatching him up for sure. Uh, I do want to talk to Devonta Smith later, but we'll, we'll get to him. The next guy right after him, uh, Devonte Adams. Speaking of Devontae, we, 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 we've, we've heard of him before. Uh, he's a monster, right? He, he gets so many targets. He, he is the focal point. Uh, of this offense they, they've also lost Darren Waller who's their red zone you know another red zone target another big guy but I mean we're talking four four targets behind Justin Jefferson last year he had 180 targets that is ridiculous his catch percentage only 55 percent so let's say it goes up five percent to 60 or maybe 10 percent you know uh, he's looking at 115 catches this year there's a case to say that I'm drafting this man Mr. Adams before AJ Brown what do you think about that I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't, I, I think I would take AJ Brown over Devonte Adams. But I mean, again, it's it's um, you know it, it, these are both I think just perfect picks. Like it, it, for where I think for where they're at, um, you know, the market has devalued Devonte Adams because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and I think that's fair. So I'll give the edge to AJ Brown just because I think, uh, you know, for me, um, it, I, again, the floor is very safe and, um, you know, the, I think the floor is a little bit less safe, but meanwhile, last year with Derek Carr, arguably his second best season ever, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he, he's 14 touchdowns, the NFL. 14 touchdowns, 1500 yards, you know, uh, 
yeah, 180 targets. Um, so, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's 30, he's turning 31. I'm not worried about him at all. I do think that the, the writers are going to be God awful. Um, but I don't think that that really, you know, I think that that's already baked into where he's getting drafted. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I like both of these early round wide receivers so far. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go Adams over, um, Brown just because when we get to Devonta Smith, I'm going to talk about my reasoning in that, but we, we're going to move on. Uh, your boy, Derek Henry from last year, you know, one, one of the killers, uh, he actually played really well last year. He did not suck. Um, you know, 300 fancy points, almost 19 points per game. You got to love it. Uh, what do you think about Derrick Henry this year kind of getting a discount in the back half or the beginning half of that second round? Yeah, I mean, I, I love this one too, man. I think, uh, I think, like I said, I think these first Robots. like 18 picks that we – you know, we're going over the first 12 and and then the first kind of six in, in the beginning of round two. They're just all great picks. Um, you know, uh, Derrick Henry, I mean, uh, had, you know, arguably his third best season, you know, not too far off his 2019 season. Um, you know, 13 TDs, um, you know, actually had his best receiving season last season. So um, they do have this, you know, new rookie with uh, Tajay Spears. Um, So, you know, we'll have to see how that develops over the preseason. Um, But I don't think that really matters at this point. Like, I mean, it's King Henry's team and, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and, and, buy this, uh, you know, almost full round dip for Derrick Henry. Yeah. And, and you can't help, but, uh, you know, just kind of mourn, uh, the injury today to, to, uh, our, our guy, Mr. Burks. So, yep. uh, trailing Burks yep. hurt today. I'm not sure the extent of it. I'm not sure if they've released it yet. Maybe you saw it while, uh, you know, you perusing Twitter, but, uh, not as a non-contract knee injury, not good. They brought the card out. Not good. So, um, you know, that, that offense might need to lean on Derrick Henry even more, unfortunately. So I'll tell you what, man, if, if, if they can just, I've been saying this with Derrick Henry and I mean, here, here's advanced receiving stats for Derrick Henry last year. Number one in yards per reception for running backs. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, if they, if they just, you know, pay attention to these, you know, kind of fantasy stats. And it it does seem like last year there was a bump in, you know, the decision to actually target him. He got 41 targets, not great, but, you know, a lot more than he ever has, you know, 20 targets the year before. I mean, it was just absurd how little uh, he was getting targeted. 41 targets, 33 receptions. Like, that's good. So... Um, I think Derrick Henry is super exciting, I think, going into this year. And, um, you know, he's just – he's such a athletic freak. I'm not worried about anything to do with his age. Here's something I, I want to make a plea to, to, to Mike Vrabel uh, uh, right now on the show. I hope he gets this right to his ears. Uh, Mike, fo- lifelong football fan, 
uh, watched football my life, most of my life, 40 years of my life, I think almost. Uh, don't hand the ball off to Derrick Henry with nine guys on the line of scrimmage. Uh, ball fake to him and then let him trickle out because then he's past most of those guys, right? Maybe the linebackers and the safeties, but, but the, the big guys who like to try to get him, the line, the linemen, they're, they're not there anymore, right? They, they can't tackle him. He doesn't have the ball. So don't run the ball as much, pass the ball more to Derrick Henry. Cause you're just, you're saving yourself like five or six yards of, of, of that spacing where he can start running. And he doesn't have to worry about the lineman hitting his feet. Like the thing about Derrick Henry is we've seen it over the last couple of years. They stack the box. Somebody shoots in and gets his feet before he can get going. If he runs out of the backfield on a wheel route, hit that man. You, you, Derrick Henry on a wheel route. Good Lord, man. He's six, seven, right? Not really, but I mean, you saw what he did to, to Josh. Corner. Yeah. Cornerback to a cornerback, right? He, he can, he can man up. The corners, he can man up whoever's out there, right? So get the, get him in motion, please. Get him out in space and give him the freaking ball. Mike Rabel, get your shit together. You're an NFL head coach. Come on, man. Sorry. You know, and in terms of, like, fantasy points for a season and points per game, you know, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's 300 points. That's standard. That's no bonuses, you know, in the BFFs. Um, right. We have a little bit of extra stuff, and – um it's you know it's really i think standard stuff i think most leagues have it um you know bonuses for 100 yard rushing games and all of that uh he had 360 and um that's i mean that's a primo primo fantasy season for a a running back so um I, I just don't see any reason why uh, you, you don't uh, just take advantage, get get the get get the reduced price on on King Henry. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me get your thoughts on quarterbacks because Patrick Mahomes is going early. We've always kind of been, you know, we kind of told, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Nobody's waiting on Patrick Mahomes. People are just going after him. As soon as the second round starts, he is fair game. Really, if you're in the second round you're probably going to get Patrick Mahomes at some point uh, if he doesn't, if he falls. So uh, where are you snagging Patrick Mahomes? Are you drafting him? How are you viewing this? So, you know, this was another thing that was really interesting about being at the expo and listening to the, you know, industry um, experts kind of dialogue about, you know, the shift in um you know adp related to different positions and you know this year versus last year and it was just there was just a a ton of consensus that as we talked about in the first round okay wide receivers have just taken over the first round in 2023 i was very shocked to hear that I mean, it's always been the mindset of the the industry and the, you know, the touts, the experts, the people with the radio shows, you know, um, you know, the Matthew Berry's, the, the, the Jeff Radcliffe's, the, the Howard Benders, everyone will, you know, Marcus Grant, they always talk about J.J. Jack Reason, you know, late round QB is this whole. Um, he wrote a book, you know, um, 
Yeah, I mean, this has been a, a huge strategy in, in fantasy. Um, so you can, you know, take advantage of of just getting, um, you know, all all your positions filled, and then adding depth, and then, um, you know, punting QB. Everybody there is just talking about how, not at least not this year, um, yeah. and you know, I, and I don't know if that's going to be a trend. I think wide receivers in the first round is going to be a trend going forward. Um, yeah. I think this is kind of like an inaugural year, but basically every year in, in your league or your home leagues, you're going to see somebody, you're going to see QB start to go in the second round. Well, th- that's where, that's where they're being advised to go now, you know? Um, so I, you know, for me, I, I'm I'm still wrapping my head around it um, because I, I don't know. I feel like this year there's a lot of late round QBs that you can get, but um, you know, Mahomes. Uh, you know, I mean, what he has done year in year out has just been um, just phenomenal. I mean, he he. I mean, last year. He threw five thousand. He threw for over five thousand yards, five five thousand two hundred and fifty yards, and forty one TDs. You know, I mean, you know, six good? points. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's good. Okay, well, if you say yeah. so. Yeah, okay. uh, rushed for four. So he he rushed for more TDs than he ever has in his career, and um, threw for the second most tds that he ever has in his career and threw for the most yards that he ever has in his career so um i like all those stats and i think he's got offensive weapons that are going to be improved this year except our boy canarius tony guess what he's injured (laughs) so i know i I, I don't even know i i honestly man it you know the only reason why I, i was all on the fade last year with the Chiefs because mm-hmm. uh you know I thought Tyree Kill was a, a you know a huge cog in what made that offense go and he goes at, he goes and has like his you know best or second best season ever. I mean you know arguably I think his best season ever because they won the Super Bowl um and statistically for fantasy purposes um you know you would see a lot of guys in the playoffs uh, or in the championships that had Patrick Mahomes on their team for fantasy. So I, I, I get the sentiment, um, you know, I, I, I'll have to, you know, kind of continue to wrap my mind around it. But as I said at the beginning of the show, draft season is upon us. You know, I mean, we've already done one. Um, we have another one coming up next week and then it's just going to start rolling. It's just going to be drafts, you know, Um so yeah, man. For the people who have always uh, liked, you know, pulling the trigger early on a QB, like, hey, the the uh, the industry rubber stamps it, dude. Go ahead and do your thing if you want to get Patrick Mahomes. Go for it. Here's what I I will say, um, and I'm not against Patrick Mahomes, uh, but but I might rather have a, a cheaper. Uh, Josh Allen in the third round, potentially, than Patrick here, unless you have Travis Kelsey, and you can do the Travis Kelsey stack, but that's really hard because Travis Kelsey is going to go earlier. So 
I'm kind of fading picking him just in general where I'm at. I'm not going to pick him with the 10th pick coming back. So the second pick in the or the third pick in the second round, I'm not doing it. So, but I will pick this MF right here. If he's around Tony Pollard. Oh my goodness. Zeke. Finally, the, 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 the maybe could Zeke come back? No, he's not. Could Dalvin cook come? No, he's not. Uh, both Dalvin and, and Zeke signing Dalvin with the jets. Zeke, same division uh, with the, New England Patriots, uh, Tony Pollard cleared for takeoff for RB1 status. What do you think about this? I'm a big Tony Pollard fan. I drafted him in that first league that we're in, that practice league you talked about uh, there at the Expo. This was my guy in the second round. I got him in, at the sixth pick. So he, here he's going a little bit earlier than that. What's your thoughts on Pollard? I mean, honestly, I, I think I would take Pollard over um, – we, we had Chubb in our first round, and neither one of us said that that's where we put Chubb. I, I think I would have Pollard over Bijan Robinson and Chubb. I, why, 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 I would draft Pollard in, in the first round. I mean, um, Me too. Why, Me too. I might take yeah, him I mean, at the 10th pick. Yeah, why not? I mean, why, why, uh, we already know, like with Bijan Robinson, I mean, we know what he was in college. We know what NFL rookies who are these um, really high caliber players are capable of doing, um, you know, particularly at the running back position and the kind of offense that he's going to be in. But it's all speculation. Like we've seen it with Tony Pollard. Like, I mean, he, he has been just sitting there just begging to get used and then finally because zeke dealt with some injury last year we got to see um i mean just the really the most elite running back in the league for stretches of the 2022 season um I, so for me I, you know like tony pollard is um you know t in terms of what i saw last year um you know uh, you you have all your you know same guys that you just know um, that are those first round guys CMC um, Eckler Saquon um, but uh, we know that about there. Tony Pollard too right yeah. Brees, if Brees Hall wasn't dealing with it like to me him and Brees Hall were the ones that just like popped off the the screen last year where you were just like. Yeah trying to get them in every DFS lineup, you know, because they were just going off again and again Monsters. and again and just breaking away runs, you know. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I, Tony Pollard here is, is a fantastic pick. Yeah. Um, interesting enough, uh, our next guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, little little controversy there at the panel, not even controversy, but just a little pushback. Uh, people at the panel talking about how, Amon Ra here is kind of being drafted at his ultimate ceiling. Um, and, 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 and I actually like other players over him too here. Uh, we'll get to a few of them in a minute, but um, how are you viewing Amon Ra? Do you think his ADP kind of is that ceiling or do you think it can kind of push higher? Do you get 300 points this year, uh, getting that 18 point range, or is this kind of, you know, where he's going to be at static? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with the industry on this and you know me, I've been a huge, um, uh, St. Brown guy. I mean, me too. Uh, me too. I had him last year on all my championship teams. So yeah. 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 But I got him um, round, sixth round, fourth round, not second round. He was going like in the third last year. That's where he was typically going like third or fourth. Um, 
And um, yeah, I mean, I just think his ceiling is, is kind of incredibly um, high, you know, as it should be. Um, what his cost is. I mean, I, I, I miss said that his cost no, is incredibly saying. high. You know, it, his ADP is, is really, I can't see it being any higher. And so anytime you have a player like that, um, you know, I think, you know, it's, it, it, it kind of, um, it, it puts you in a position kind of to fade because, um, you know, based on where he's going, I mean, that's just a lot of draft capital. Um, so I, you know, for me, what, what he did last year, again, extremely exciting. Um, but six touchdowns, 1161 yards, 106 receptions. Like, um, I, I think I could see him having, you know, that kind of season again. And, you know, already, um, he's dealing with a, a leg injury that, that just happened today. So, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm baking that into, um, how I'm going to be, uh, you know, dealing with any draft board and, um, ARSB, because I think, uh, I do think he's one of those players that, um, is going to have, you know, a lot of seasons where he misses a game or two, you know? Yeah, I agree. By the way, I was going to say AJ Brown played every game last year, folks, all 17. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Falling like a stone right now on the pup contract dispute. We've got two of these guys, by the way, and they're not back to back, but they're in the same realm. Him or Josh Jacobs, who would you rather have if you're, if you're um, holding out hope or you're one of those guys buying the dip? I think the young kids are calling it the dip these days. Thought that was something you put in your gums. But anyway, anywho, um, JT, is he for you? Is he for me? What do you think? Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, it really was like getting ready for this show that sort of changed my mind. Um, I, I would much rather have Josh Jacobs. Um, I think, I think JT Co-sign. is, yeah, man, I, I just think it's, um, you know, August 16th right now. Um, it, he left camp today, like for undisclosed reasons. Um, you know, they, they brought him back, but he had ankle surgery, uh, at the beginning of this year. And, uh, th- you know, it just, there's just a, a very dark cloud over this whole situation. Um, you know, I, I, you know, it's, it's August 16th. So if, if he comes out and we get to see him in a preseason game, um, before your draft and, and, and there's some reason for you to draft him, but like, man, right now, like, yeah, man, I, I, I I'm definitely not spending a second round pick with the way things currently are right now. Like I'll, no you know, some, no somebody is really rolling the dice, I think. And totally. you know, the upside is huge because I mean, Jonathan Taylor had one of the best seasons ever in all of football, 1800 yards and 18 TDs. I mean, he was ridiculous, but uh, that was two seasons ago. And he was banged up all last season, and he was banged up in 2023, had yeah. a surgery. So yeah. I, 
uh, you know, Josh Jacobs, I'm not worried about that. Like, he's going to yeah. sign. It's going to get done. Everything's going to be fine. Like, it, it, it's $10.1 million. Like, it's going to get figured out. Like, and, right. you know, it, 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 people, uh, you know, want to, you know, downplay what he did last year. I won't. Like, Josh Jacobs Sorry. Josh Jacobs is the truth, man. Like he, yeah, he he has everything that you want. I think that team's going to be worse, but oops, yeah. I was trying to find Josh Jacobs. He's around, um, but no, I I agree with you. I'm 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 buying the dip on Josh Jacobs. Hopefully, get him in the third round. Uh, if that's the case, if he's probably back before camp uh, closes, I'm not sure about uh, where the drafts will be, where we're at in relation to those. But um, what do you think about Garrett Wilson this year? I mean, last year, 13, 13 points per game. He had the targets. I think that's what was so key for him is uh, the targets and the target share. That's what you love to see um, because he was mid-range in points, not that great in points itself. But when you look at the targets, he was sixth, tied with Deontay Johnson at 147. Um, so he 83 receptions. Well, yeah, man, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, he's moving up Cash's ranks fast like I, I i have the eighth pick in our home league i'm debating taking garrett wilson with that pick because i know he won't get back to me like i i, I like i i'm i am very very jazzed for garrett wilson um i think that uh you know the addition of aaron Rodgers is huge like yeah he had he had similar yards as Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, uh, eleven hundred yards. Um, you know, the the thing that was lacking was the touchdown because he was on the Jets. Like because he also had the, terrible he, quarterbacks throwing him the ball. He had, no, had, had nobody. Terrible. Like now you're teaming him up with Aaron Rodgers, who you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. That is going to be who they're just going to design so many opportunities for him when they get in the red zone. So he had four TDs last year, right? Right. I mean, right. Give him uh, 10 like, this year. yeah, give him yeah. 10, give him 10 this year. Now, now he's up over Amon Ross St. Brown oh, for versus sure. last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm drafting him way above Amon Ross. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm I'm all in on on Garrett Wilson. Um, you know, I'm 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 debating the reach is, is how high I am. Well, I mean, you're in your, your your keeper league. It's a little bit different, but but if you can leave with Austin Eckler, Garrett Wilson, or Saquon Barkley, Garrett Wilson, or Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, I'm like that. That's ridiculous. That's a great start. I'd love to have that. So yeah. Um, okay. Now the other QB hit Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, and then this guy right here, Jalen Hurts, Mr. Ride or Die from Matthew Barry last year. Uh, what do you think about him? I, I don't think there's anything stopping him from doing the exact same thing he did last year. Uh, I don't think defenses can stop him. I think they're going to do the same thing again. They're going to run all over people. He's going to get seven tight ends to push him into the end zone. Uh, how, how do you play Jalen Hurts? Are you, you, you snapping him up? You know, keeping up with the Joneses? Mahomes goes right before you. You got to get this guy, or are you letting him slide? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, it, it is it is based on my build, um, but uh, I I think getting you know hurts is just so safe. 
Um, I think, you know, I, I think he, uh, you know, they were so close to winning the Super Bowl last year. And there's no reason why they're not going to go back to the NFC championship. I mean, I think the only team really, I think the Niners are the only team that I'm worried about just because Shanahan, you know, finds ways to, to win and to do things. But um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Eagles in the Super Bowl again and um, maybe win it. You know, this might be their year. Um, and, uh, you know, everything about him is just everything. Like when you're building a team, you you love to have those like 25.2 points per game, right? Like that, that with Jalen Hurts is it's like you can go ahead and just design – you know, the rest of your uh, squad, you know, like in the BFFs, again, we scored different. He was 32 points per game, right? Mm-hmm. It was 32 points per game. Like it was just right. like lock and load. Like, you know, you every every week he's he's doing what hey, he bonuses, needs to do. Bonuses, bonuses. Well, just the rushing touchdowns. I mean, it was just, I mean, it, 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 he's so consistent. So I think – you know, that's another element that just, um, you know, adds to his desirability. Like, all right, week one, 26, week two, 45, week three, 37, week four, 20, week five, 32, 22, 38, 27, 28, 29, 38, 47, 38, 38. Like that's, yeah. I mean, that that's, those are the, the best. Those are like, to me, those are worth like, you know, any type of reach because of the, the, the consistency element. You're making me think of an AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts stack. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might be interesting. It's not, I mean, people said, Oh, Howard Benner says it's not a stack because it's only two, but I'm going to disagree. Yeah, I, I don't know what it. he's it's, talking about. It's a mini, it's a mini. That's a stack. It's a mini a stack. stack, Howard. It's a mini. Stack he's getting yeah. all DFS in, in a redraft. So, but I yeah. do like how he likes Devonta Smith because I like Devonta Smith. And, uh, you know, that works for me. So mm-hmm. um, another guy I like, and you like to wide receiver two theory up and comer, Jalen Waddle. Uh, sell me on not drafting him because I'm balls over heels for this guy. Dude, not, not. I'm not going to try not to tell you. I, I mean, seriously, like, again, you know, people I have over Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, like, Waddell, you know, oh, for sure. I mean, you know, and, and this is the the wide receiver two theory angle, you know, mm-hmm. is that there are offenses in the league that support two high end, um, you know, receivers, wide receiver one, um, top 12 guys. And then, you know, people, you know, in that top you know, 20 range. They did it last um, year. Jalen Waddle was eight and Tyreek Hill was two. So two top 10 last year, not just top 20. Top 10. Two top, two right? top 10, bro. Two top 10. Two top 10. Yeah, man. Um, uh, number one in yards per target, number one in yards per reception. And uh, is entering his third year. Like, I'm so excited about John Waddle yeah. this year. Like, oh, I'm okay. so excited about John Waddle this year. And uh, eight TDs, uh, 1,356 receiving yards in yeah, his second goes. year. I mean, I, 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 everything is just like, dude, the, 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 
the sky's the limit for this guy, dude. I mean, honestly, like, you know, uh, again, this is why, like, I'm just getting confused with with uh, spending the draft capital on quarterbacks because I like, I just feel like there's going to be guys like Tua that mm-hmm. you know, barring an injury, like, like, how is he not going to be, uh, you know, no, a top, yeah, top top six if if he has two wide receivers. They're in the top 10, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm all in on Waddle over Amon Ra as well. Re-rack the, the, the consensus because they wrong. They're mm-hmm. not right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, here, here's Josh Allen teabagging somebody, just dropping his nuts right on some defender, some linebacker's face. Um, are you a Josh Allen guy? I did pick him up in, in, in kind of an, a unique build that I was going for in – uh, where I went Kelsey, Pollard, and then Josh Allen. But besides that, I'm not sure I'm going to be targeting him in the BFFs. Um, sell me on, on Josh Allen here. Yeah, man, I'm a Josh Allen guy. I mean, uh, you know, BFFs, he was number two. Um, you know, uh, 30 points per game. Yeah, 33 points per game. Um, mm-hmm. Outscored Jalen Hurts by 40-some points in, in, you know, in our scoring system. So, um, you know, what's changing? Nothing. I mean, it's, it's all right there. Gabe so, Davis is um, having a great training camp, by the way, Gabe Davis is secretly doing well. Right. Right. Um, you know, they, they added, uh, Kincaid, they have, um, James Cook, you know, who's, mm-hmm. who's going to figure into more of those receiving touchdowns this year. Um, so, Get rid of Cole you know, Beasley, I, that unvaxxed loser. I mean, this is the first tier to me of quarterbacks. It's these three guys. And, um, you know, I would rank it, uh, you know, honestly, like, you know, if, if I hadn't seen what Mahomes did last year, win a Super Bowl um, with Juju Smith-Schuster as his number one wide receiver and somehow throw 5,000 yards. Like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done fading Patrick Mahomes. I will never do it again. It's like fading Tom Brady. Like, don't do it. Okay. No. So I'll put Mahomes at number one, but I'm going to I'm gonna put Allen at number two. Yeah. So, for me, yeah. I'll take Allen. All right. I like it. All right. Now we get to your boy, Josh Hicks. We did, we did talk about him, but he was just a monster last year. I mean – uh second half of the year too he had some monster games where he would he scored like a 69,000 points or something like that i don't know it was a record many people are saying yeah i mean i like i honestly man i i've been uh a, a fan of his um and have have always thought that uh you know if he got more run, he was capable of, um, you know, being, you know, a Pro Bowl level type running back. I, I didn't think he was, I don't think, you know, obviously everybody, you know, missed him last year. I mean, he was going in like the seventh round or something like that. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, maybe later, um, 1600 yeah. yards, 12 touchdowns. Um, yeah, 2,000 total yards. Yeah, man, 2,000 total yards. Um, 2,050. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, fantasy points per game, number three. Uh, yeah. He was your league yeah. winner last year in terms of, uh, you know, the late round value. Um, you know, guy. yeah, like 
you know, depending on how you score at BFFs, again, he was uh, top five at the flex position. So, yeah. Eckler, CMC, Justin Jefferson, then Josh Jacobs. If you can get him in the third, buy the dip, man. We're both saying buy the dip. He'll be back. Yeah, you know? I'll buy the dip all day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of buying, I this is my wide receiver two-third poster boy this year. Uh, I love Jalen Waddle. He'll be there, too. But this is the guy I do want um, because during the last half of the, the fantasy season last year, week like nine on, him and, and, and A.J. Brown had the same amount of targets, similar points per game as well. So – uh, Devonta Smith burst onto the scene last year in, in, in the game against Washington, his touchdown to get three touchdowns, uh, you know, high point uh, of the week for the wide receivers that week. Number one wide receiver. I, I'm a huge fan of Smith. Having A.J. Brown on your squad gives you that man coverage. He eats man coverage for breakfast. He really does. Uh, it is one of his gifts. So I'm a big Devonta Smith fan. Are you drafting him? Or do I have to fight against you? for him this year too or are you letting him you're gonna let me have him yeah and um you know uh i think we're getting to that, i think we're getting to that later end of the of the second round so um i think he's priced appropriately i think his adp is good and uh you know i i would i would definitely go ahead and and um be fine taking him uh around there bag it up Yeah. 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 Dis- disappointing that you're going to try to steal him for me. I knew you were. Um, but it, I think in that offense, they're going to score a lot of points. And some weeks he might not be the go to guy in the offense. Uh, so he might be a little quiet. But when he does eat, he's going to crush. So um, I do expect him to, to bounce higher this year uh, than he was last year. And, you know, we were talking about having two wide receivers you know, in, in that upper realm. And last year, uh, AJ Brown was six and Devonta Smith was ninth. So, I mean, that's, that's nice. That's really good for the Eagles, for the Eagles. So, um, I think they're going to continue to, to, to grow and, and I expect them to finish a little bit higher this year, um, as well. So, all right. Uh, Oh, we skipped Chris Olave. Uh, your boy, you grab Chris Olave in the, uh, um, what was it the second round in in the draft we just did? Sell me on Chris Olave because I am I'm a little I'm a little skeptical. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little I don't know about this. I don't know. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah, is coming man. Back. I'll tell you what. Uh, wide receiver two theory. Um, you know, this is a kind of a perfect example. Like, uh, you know, who are you taking, Devonte Smith or Chris Olave? Uh, I'm I'm taking Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's because uh, Michael Thomas looks to be healthy, right? So uh, and Chris Olave too. Um, I'm I'm a little curious of why he is priced up because if you look at his fantasy numbers last year, he was not top twenty, and so you know it 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 is. Honestly, man, he was he he's to me he's he's twenty. He's the, he's the most shocking rise in in ADP. Um, yeah, yeah, something's all know. fishy for me. I'm just gonna be honest with you. If you yeah. you know, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, I I did pick him in, in that industry draft, and I hated picking him. You know, it yeah, was I, like I felt that scorn from yourself. But you kind of said, I'm. Do you already hate your team? I was like, no, I just started playing. 
You're like, yeah, well, I hate, I hate my team. And I was yeah. like, well, okay. I mean, was, I was, I was fourth, and um, so it was towards the end of the second round when I took him, and um, you know, honestly, uh, it's just, uh, you know, uh, all the things that go into what he did last season kind of let me make that pick. But man, I, I am kind of blown away. I mean, he's got Derek Carr. I mean, first of all, it's really Derek Carr, Chris Olave. Like that's what you have to be so excited about is that those two skill sets mesh, right? Like, yeah. Um, in, in terms of, of, of being a route runner, um, you know, people, you know, the, the people are saying, uh that he he was the he, he was the he was the best route runner of, of all the rookies last year i mean um there's a lot of good rookies last year at you know um but he really did shine uh as, as a rookie and so I, to me i do think the adp is is um is wild it's um, outrageous it's out, yeah yeah it, it is wild um but uh, you know, with Derek Carr there, um, you know, if he if he doesn't live up to where his ADP is, I don't think he's going to be like four rounds, you know, back where he was last year. I think he's going to have a, a markedly better season. Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm not I'm not buying him there. It's just dumb. That's maybe the fourth round, but not the second. I, that's just I can't. It's stupid. Uh, Mark Andrews, second tight end. Uh, what do you think about the Lamar Jackson bounce back? Do you think Mark Andrews plays a big role in that? Do you see this? He's got a lot of wide receivers now. Zay Jones. I'm no, sorry, uh, not Zay Jones. Zay Flowers, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Rashad Bateman back. What do you think about Mark Andrews? Is he still that alpha? Yeah, man, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm fading that as well, man. Like there's just, I mean, when you look at, uh, you know, what, what he's had in terms of uh, a fantasy season, uh, you know, his best season, um, that was two years ago. And that's really his only season where he's just, you know, gone hand 1300 yards, nine TDs, like, um, you know, had 10 TDs in 2019, but only 800 yards. And, you know, the year that he had 1300 receiving yards, like he was contesting with, you know, they had Marquise Brown, but then it was Sammy Watkins, Devin Duvernay and a rookie Rashad Bateman, who we still don't know what he is like. So, I mean, this is a, this is a really, really nice wide receiving core that they have. You know, um, they have Rashad Bateman again um, and Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham uh, and Nelson Aguilar. So oh, yeah. I, I I just I, I I think his price points too high for me. I, I think yeah, he's same. still I think he's still going to do, um, you know, big things this year. And um, but I, I'm not I'm not paying it. Yeah. And let me just say Ramondre Stevenson is here because. ADP doesn't always catch up, but with the signing of Zeke, I know people are saying, hold, hold, don't worry. Um, I'm not worried, but I'm not drafting Ramondre Stevenson in the third round. Like, just nope, mm -mm, nope, never. Not even going to talk about it with you. Don't need to ex explain it to anybody. Uh, are you? I guess it depends on my build. Um, Your build is to lose? 
Uh, I mean, if you, if you, I could, I could see myself if I have like, uh, you know, an AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs build. I, I, I don't think Zeke, I was listening to Dwayne McFarlane talk about this today and I agreed with what he said. Like, um, Damian Harris is a better running back right now than Ezekiel Elliott. Like, um, Ezekiel Elliott, I, I honestly think, and this is, you know, just based on, you know, people I've been listening to, but I agree with it. It's, this is, um, this is a, this is, this isn't a shot at Ramondre. This is a shot at, um, Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. Like they, they didn't do what they were supposed to do for Bill Belichick to say, one of these guys is going to be kind of this alternate role. I think Ramondre, I think Ramondre Stevenson, um, to me is, is still really, um, going to be kind of used, uh, very similar 88 targets last year. Um, and, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has more than that. So yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and pay, pay for kind of where he is, um, you know, depending where it is in the third round and what my build is, but yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about Zeke. I'm not worried about Zeke. I'm just not into the Patriots offense either. I think Mac Jones is not good. I know he's got a real offensive coordinator this year, but I'm, I'm just, I'm not spending third round capital on Ramondre fourth round. Okay. Yeah. I feel better. Not third round. That just sounds insane. Um, somebody who I know you will spend some draft capital on and my boy as well. T to the Higgins. I saw one of the beat reporters or one of the big time reporters tweeting out, sign this man now before his price goes through the roof and you cannot afford him anymore, Cincinnati, because he's just making one handed grabs left and right in camp. Uh, what do you think about the T to the Higgins? Because I think he's the perfect ending of a three wide receiver stack if you're starting three wide receivers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. I love that yeah. stack. I love I I, I love uh punting punting RB. Punting tight end, punting quarterback, starting three wide receivers, and ending with T. Higgins. That sounds beautiful, dude, for sure. Yes, um, yes I came. You know, I mean, it, like, I think, you know, it, it, he, he he's hit his floor the past two seasons. He's had 74 right. receptions the past two seasons and over 1,000 yards. 90. Yeah, he's due for yep. 90 and 1,200. Yep. TDs. Yeah. So, seven, seven TDs last year, six year before. Like, that's his floor. So yep. I think he's just so safe. Um, the main thing that was scary and just based on people I was talking to at the draft is, is you know, what I saw Joe Burrow look like a Achilles injury, but people mm. are saying that they're not afraid. Uh, yep. That, that he should be fine for, for the beginning of the season. So then you have Jamar Chase saying stuff like, Hey man, it's a long season. Just chill out, man. Just take a break. Don't even sweat. Right. Don't rush back. Right. Just, you know, you'll be joy B whenever. So right. I like the long-term approach, but. I do think you you need Joy B and and uh, to make T Higgins viable. I don't think you can get anybody else in there that's gonna matter. But I'm with you full sail ahead on T Higgins for me. Um, but Najee Harris, he he was interestingly somebody who got some some hatred from the panel at the uh, at the expo. I know. JJ Harris, uh, JJ Zacharyson gave Najee Harris the the kick in the nuts. So you know, I was the Jalen Warren truthers are out and about. What do we think about this? Because 
I got Jalen Warren. I kind of bought that, you know. Um, I'm not. I'm not one of those truthers, man. I'm. I'm. I'm a hundred percent in the Najee Harris camp. Like, I'll take Najee Harris over Ramondre Stevenson. Like, yes, yes, I I agree there too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think. I think. I think Najee Harris is is. um, You know, I'm safe. Oh, oh, I mean, it's it's just crazy to me, like. Like I think the the dip on him is just it's just so juicy, man. Because yeah. I mean, like I was listening to JJ talk, and he brought up his foot injury, and I was like, okay, well, so like then he didn't say anything that like really made me like. Here's what I know: he had a Liz Frank foot injury sprain. He's playing with a steel plate. And then from like week ten on, he was number eight in terms yeah. of fantasy points per game. Like, yeah. and 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 he was still not all the way better. Meanwhile, he was you know he was drafted in the first round last year. Like, you you're, you can get him at the you know tail end of the third round. Like, yeah. all day, dude, all sure. day. Like, he could easily be an RB one. Like, the Steelers went on like a crazy run at the end of the season last year. Thanks to him, like no. Mike Tomlin, every year he he, he gets to at least even. Like they're gonna be yeah. better this year, and he's gonna be a big reason why. If you start wide receiver, wide receiver, Najee's a great running back in the third. I round. love it to, yeah. to put that in a little nice little. I got two wide receiver ones, and now I've got Najee. You know, you Diggs Brown Hill. Najee, Diggs Brown Najee. Yeah, yeah, or Tyree Kill, uh, Garrett Wilson, Najee. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you and, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, to Mr. JJ. All right. Uh, Lamar, uh, we, we know that Lamar Jackson is, is Lord don't lose, uh, Lawrence, his favorite MVP, take it to the bank. going to win you your championship this year. Are you a believer in Lamar Jackson? You know, honestly, it's just listening to other people um, and then kind of spending a little bit of time. Yeah, I am. I'm. I am a believer. Yeah, I was a believer last year and was just dead wrong. But yeah, man, I'm a. I'm a believer. Um, They're changing the uh, offense. They're not going to be running that stupid Greg Roman running him into the. Not that he got hurt running. He didn't. Uh, he got hurt tackled in the pocket like a regular quarterback would. Everybody, by the way. Uh, was on some, you know, little RG3 type hit and, and flailing in the middle. No, he just got hurt, sacked. Um, but I, I think he's going to throw more touchdowns this year. So you're going to get some points through the air with his arsenal. Yeah, Todd Munkin. That's Munkin. the new Munkin. That's the new OC. The Munkin. Um, I mean, you know, to me, again, I, I, I think he really does have a lot of weapons. You know, uh, I'm yeah. – I'm, I'm I'm all in for for Zay Flowers this year, um, and I think I've I've always been a Odell believer. So I think you know his wide receiving core um, with Bateman and then Aguilar. Uh, I, I you know I say likely. I say likely. Yeah, yeah Mark he's, Andrews. He's still so the same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I do think that um, you know. I was listening to um, Lawrence at the draft talk about it, and um, he, yeah, you know, he, I mean, the the ceiling 
is really there for him. So I think he's a, like, he is a cool, um, you know, I think fourth quarterback on the board. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know. Again, I, I, I think I would be um, trying to get one of those first three, um, but uh, you know, so I'll, I, I don't know if I would spend third round capital um, personally, but um, you know, again, the, the industry is just kind of hyping quarterbacks this year. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't know if I would uh, draft Lamar this year. Just, I don't think he fits my build, but we'll see. If he falls, maybe he could. I could talk myself into it. Uh, but I'm not going to be targeting that hit him necessarily uh, in my builds. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Breesaw now with the signing, you know, of Dalvin Cook, you, you get the picture that, that the Jets do not fully think he can carry that load, right? That's kind of what the implications are. Uh, Dalvin Cook. He's been carrying a load, even though, uh, you know, many have said he's not been able to carry that load. He's been shouldering it until he breaks. Uh, this might be helpful for him. And I know he's got a one-year deal, so like he can be there for many years. But keep a Dalvin Cook healthy maybe this year as a change of pace for Brees Hall. So uh, I'm not drafting Brees Hall in the third round, given the Dalvin Cook signing. Where where would you draft Brees Hall? Yeah, I mean, I would probably, um, again, uh you know, it, it depends on the build. I, 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 so this is, you know, getting ready for the show, reading about it. I mean, apparently he's going to be ready for week one. Um, so the idea, the idea is going to be that Dalvin cook, I mean, that's what Robert Salah said is that he, he believes that he's going to be ready for week one. So the idea is that I think, you know, the first four weeks of the season, he's going to have a very limited workload. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brees Hall, you know, when he was healthy last season, um, he was Electric. starting to look like the, no, he was starting to look like the number one pick in the twenty twenty three. Marshall Falk. He was Marshall Falk. I mean, so so yeah. I, I I mean, I think where he's getting kind of, I mean. I think maybe Dalvin Cook kind of bumps him back, maybe like around, and you just kind yeah, of got to you just kind of got to look at your build and just say, okay, look, I'm going to have to look at him as somebody that I'm going to have to survive his position. Um, mm-hmm. But then the uh, you know the you know the upside is there, so that you know if he is ready week one, and then he just breaks off an 80 yard touchdown, like. Uh, you know, you might you might be getting that guy. So tell Mike Cash Collins sent you. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. All right, a couple more here. Uh, Joe Mixon, kind of flying under the radar, not a lot of attention. Still did pretty well last year, you know, around two hundred fifty points. Our league, I think, get a little bit more than this, maybe two hundred sixty, or maybe eighteen points per game. Uh, do you think Mixon is is worth a AK forty seven shot out your window at night? I do. I do. I, I, I think uh, last season, um, Samaj P. Ryan just stole so much from him. Target and uh, yeah, and I, 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 I just wouldn't be surprised. And he still, you know, was able to have, uh, you know, a decent fantasy season, number seven in fantasy points per game. Um, I, you know, so I, I, I'm buying the dip. I'm buying the dip on Jeremy Mixon. I got to Mixon. I do. I'm not going to lie. 
I got him in a dynasty in like the seventh round. I was like, hello. Is mm-hmm. it Nixon you're looking for? It was. And I got him. So, all right. Uh, two more guys, I believe, and then we we out. They're running backs. Uh, Travis Etienne. They do have Tanks. Tanks Bigsby. Sounds like Clarence Bigsby's brother, Tank. Right. Um, yeah. I, how's how's uh, Travis doing here? Um, yeah, man. I, I, he looked incredible to me last year. So, yeah. Um, I think he's, a, a, again, you know, why you can have these, these, um, you know, these, these beautiful, sexy wide receiver builds and then grab somebody like Travis Etienne as your RB1. Like, that's a, that's a, I think that's a beautiful RB1 to get. I'm not worried about, um, tank. Tank Bigsby, uh, mm-hmm. I think, I think ETN is, um, I think, you know, they made the playoffs last year and I think he's just going to, um, continue to step into a, a, a bigger and bigger kind of, uh, alpha role. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, they didn't, there's nobody They're They're not bringing him in to, to take anything away from Travis ETN. So, I mean, right. maybe his size, he vultures some short yardage work, but I don't, think it's going to really affect him in the red zone. Would you rather have Travis Etienne or Jameer Gibbs? Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne. Okay. All day, all day. You know, I mean, everybody, that's another, that's another guy at the expo. I mean, and if you're listening to fantasy analysts, Everybody is so high on Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Everybody, right? And, like, I mean, we saw what the Lions did last year. Like, I mean, Jamal Williams had 17 touchdowns. Like, now they have have David Montgomery, I think, who's a better short line back, you know, um, short yardage back. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I think, we've seen the way that offense works. I think he's extremely exciting. Um, I'm probably more on a fade um, just because of David Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I'm take, kind of, I'll take ETN. I, I'll take ETN too. And then I'll take Jameer Gibbs in the fourth, you know, if mm-hmm. he's, if he's still hanging around, but I don't think he will be. So, all right. Well, that, that wraps up the, the second and third round for the fantasy millionaires. I like how we've kind of given you a little uh, sauce to slap on your, your, your thoughts there. Uh, and we're going to transition now to three tweets. And so um, y- y- you saw my tweet um, already. So it's not a secret, but I'm, I'm going to, I'll start here. And three tweets is now X rated. We had to change the title because triple X it's triple X. Sorry, it's, it's, it's triple X, but it's X rated is also. It's X rated. It's triple X. Um, uh, this is my friend, uh, Erica Kate Dolan from ESPN. She does betting football. Um, this is the tweet. It says, my wife just sent me this propaganda. And so this is her in the ESPN offices doing a little rant about a topic that maybe is important to women. I don't know. Let's listen in. Oh, so he can't plan a date with you, but he can plan an entire fantasy draft. It's no problem. Hmm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I'm uh, really, I'm really hoping my wife doesn't make it to three tweets tonight. I, I, I'm, I'm worried because it's almost at 200 likes. It's at, you know, um, many views. Uh, my wife might see this actually in real life as well. 
Um, actually, she did see it, and she said she makes some great points. So, um, what do you think about this this thought process that maybe we can do a little better with the dates, given that we go all out for fantasy football drafts? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't care about that. You win three three tweets, so <laughs> I'm already declaring you the winner. Um, I think this is a great tweet, and I'm basically just uh, you surrendering. Know, well, I'm just praying that that my wife doesn't. Uh, you know, like when I saw that, I was just like, um, you know, yeah. But you know, I'll, I'll you know I'll push back against this bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do a fantasy draft once a year. Right. You know, I once go on a date once a year. Okay. They're right. about equal. Right. Okay. We got to go on my anniversary and I go on my fantasy draft. Okay. So, once you know, a year I, for both. Yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what the bitch is talking about. We do them <laughs> once a year. What are you talking hey, about? Your wife's happy, right? Yeah. Yeah, we I, might get it. We I, might get it. We might get a date, like you know, quarterly or something like that. We got little kids, man. Who dates? Got kids. Date. Yeah, I will say this: I took my wife to Canada for two weeks, and uh, that was nice. That was nice. Um, okay, so I do need to actually go to your uh, tweet. Did you put it in the? Oh yeah. Okay, All right. So my tweet's not funny. All right. I just wanted to show you this shit. I want to see this. this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. this is Billy Baldwin, right? Yeah, Billy Woke Baldwin up, or Billy. Billy Baldwin, the actor, woke up this morning to learn that the Gilio Beach Gilgo. serial killer. Gilgo. Gilgo. Gilgo Beach serial killer suspect was my high school classmate, Rex Hurman. Burner High School, Massapequa, New York, class of 1981. Married, two kids, architect, average guy, quiet family man, mind-boggling. Massapequa is in shock. 23 and me strikes again. Anyway, that's Billy Baldwin's classmate. Weird. That's crazy. Yeah, that's weird. That's wild if you have a classmate who's a, a, uh, a serial murderer. Yeah. That's not, that's yep. not good. That's crazy. Um, no. I like it. Well, you know, it, my three tweets, my winner is just, it's more of me. Um, cause I'm going all me this time, which is nice, you know, and you can go all yourself. Uh, what, what's funny is this tweet. It doesn't look that funny on the surface, but let me unpack it for you. Cause it is really funny. Um, this is a tweet that says just got done watching the all 22 for the 49ers last year. And Brock Purdy is the luckiest player I've ever seen has almost half a million views. It's got almost 2,000 likes as well. And this is not a real tweet. This is not. This is a joke that Bo McBrayer created um, because he said that 49ers fans are the worst fans and that they would eat me alive. They did not eat me alive. Um, a lot of people bookmarked it to eat me alive later, but a lot of them were just high-fiving and glad-handing and saying, yeah, told you so. Brock Purdy is a joke. So if you're getting Brock Purdy at a discount in a 2QB league, your boy – you're welcome. I'm shifting the narrative. I am making people adjust the ranks with my fake scouting report on Brock Purdy. Um, now I'm, I don't know what I'm in the sage of San Francisco. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, with that being said too, San Francisco is a shithole. And I know it's a shithole. It's expensive shithole 
because the people working the, the government there, they were told not to come to work anymore because outside of where they work downtown in San Francisco is an open air drug den. So they say instead, stay at home. Don't come to work, everybody who works for the San Francisco government. Just stay in your houses. So, um, yeah, San Francisco, not where I want to be uh, when they find out that this is a joke. So come at me. It's just a joke, and you guys all fell for it. <laughs> so, yeah, you you knew that was not true, right? Uh, yes, you you explained this whole situation to me. It's it's hilarious. It's fun. It's fun to troll lots of people unintentionally but i blame bo mcbrayer who did not jump in the show today we missed you bo we, we always love you jumping in there you're a good third wheel so we'll forgive you this time but next week you better get your fucking ass in here it'll be normally on monday don't worry we'll be back next monday at a normal five o'clock time mm-hmm. yes sir yes sir well uh we'll be back next week with rounds four uh through six i think is what we did last yep. year so we'll, we'll give you the four through six uh the next week we'll give you like seven through ten and then last not least we'll give you those sleepers and we'll get you out of there with the league winners uh i won three leagues last year uh collins has won three in three times in a row in our league so uh we we are uh walking the walk the talk of the fantasy millionaires is winning that's what we do so uh anything you want to say before we get out of here um Death, destruction, chaos to all your league mates. Peace and love everywhere else. Everywhere. See you guys next time.